Should we get our British accents on the intro? We should definitely get our British accents on the intro. Hello and welcome back. Hello and welcome back, everybody. To the Hypocritic Podcast. The Hypocritic Podcast. I'm Stephen. And I'm Trent. And we are two dudes who provide unique perspective on popular film. We just love film and throw a little comedy on it, and we're not real critics. No, so we are please, not real critics. Please save the comments. Take it with a grain throw of salt. Go in the review section, honestly, if you got something. And <laughs> give us five stars while you're at it. Yeah. We just give, you know, how we actually feel about these films. And, uh, Steven, you know, you know, we got a good one today. We do, but, you know, we're also going to give spoilers. So if you think you're going to get into this and we're not going to give you spoilers, you got to got to pump the brakes a little bit That's because right. today is pulp fiction and from Trent. This is and we're going to dive deep and everybody this is our first rated R movie. This is not for the faint of heart. Yeah, you got to essentially. You got to watch out for this one, okay? So if you're thinking we're watching Fraser T, you're crazy. That's right. This is pulp fiction, all right? So let's get into it. Let's get right into it. Let's get into it. Pulp Fiction. And I have a little blurb I want to start this thing out with. Are you cool with me reading it? Yeah. Okay. So this one's rated R. Mm -hmm. Let's start with that. Uh, listening discretion is advised. Um, <laughs> yeah. So As it should I was, probably always be, regardless <laughs> in this show. So when I started this whole thing, I Googled Pulp Fiction, right? And mm -hmm. one of the questions, if you Google it, it'll say – it'll pull up, is Pulp Fiction disturbing as a question mark? And I was like, yeah, let me read that. And then it said this. To give you a little, this is what the episode is going to be like. Yeah. Pulp Fiction character Marcellus Wallace is raped over a pommel horse by Creepy Zed while – a leather-clad gimp keeps an eye on Butch, which is Bruce Willis. And then dot, 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 quote, we had very memorable long discussions about male rape versus female rape, end quote. So this is a serious episode we got today for you guys. That was uh, the worst part, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Probably the worst part. But not the whole movie. Let's no. not get into that. that and was definitely one scene. The whole movie was really crazy. I had never seen it before, but... I was, it was really hardcore. It was really hardcore. It was like not messing around. Um, I remember seeing a bunch of obviously scenes from this movie. Yeah. Never have seen the movie before. I didn't know this was Pulp Fiction yes. when I saw it. Yes. But um, obviously super popular movie. And it was good and I liked it and everything. But yeah, super disturbing scene. Super disturbing. Uh, I think it's crazy that Bruce Willis went back in and just I know killed them and everything. And that was the guy. Because you know, that was the guy that... um. That was the head guy. Which one? The main guy. Oh, Marcellus was the main guy. That was the main guy that was with him. Yes, it was. In that scene. And, and he um he was like, just go, don't tell anybody about this. Exactly. Like, I'm about to, I'm about to this torture this guy to death. <laughs> so yeah, it it gets dark in this movie and um super dark. I wanted there's, to start... And there's a couple other scenes too that are super oh, yeah. and super heavy. We're gonna I mean, this, we're gonna get into this other scene, scenes. So. However, before we get into the other scenes, I also wanted to say I really like the beginning because this is also good to put in the intro here. Um, it shows a quote of what pulp is and you could, you're reading like text on the screen and it says one, the definitions are one, a soft, moist, shapeless mass of matter. And number two was a magazine or book containing lurid subject matter being characteristically printed on rough, unfinished paper. And it just had those two quotes up there. I thought that was interesting. Just yeah. In the beginning. yeah. And um, with that, Stephen, you know, we got fat stacks and stats and facts. Let's get into it. Let's get into stats and facts. Steven, this is two hours and 34 minutes long. It's long. 
It was long. It was I, long. I did sit in it for two different increments. Two different increments for me too, because it was um, it was long. I had to split it up. I had to split it up as well, and you know, it. I didn't mind it, but I did think that um, <clears throat> that you can't cram that movie. No, into you, no. I I don't think so. Uh, this was written actually. It was interesting. Quentin Tarantino wrote this, and he wrote it after yeah. going to Amsterdam. He wrote it in Amsterdam for. He went there for three weeks, and he wrote it about. Um, he essentially wrote it. He spent three months in Amsterdam writing the script about community of criminals on the fringe of L.A. Oh, so that was his inspiration, and then he went back to L.A. and that's where they filmed the movie. Oh, interesting. Isn't that interesting? So, yeah, I did know. I did see that Quentin Tarantino wrote it, though. That he was, did. That was interesting. And, I mean, what a movie to write. It is a crazy movie, and it's all um, out of order. Mm-hmm. It's not in order. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's confusing a little. You At the end of it, it's like you're actually back at the beginning of it, <clears throat> which is very Quentino-esque. The, yeah. That, I mean, he's a great director, and he's the type of director that'll throw plot twists and things like that uh-huh. in there. But um, he's a f- fantastic director. We'll fantastic talk about later. Fantastic director. He's in, he's done a myriad of different things that are amazing. And yeah. He always does cool things in his movies. So before we get into him, though, this movie's drama crime. Uh, it was came out in ninety four. Ninety four. Ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Of course. Ninety six percent audience score. Of course. And. 8.9 on IMDb. Okay. And it's produced by Miramax. Um, I like to throw that in there. Also, $8 million budget, $5 million went to actors, $213 million in box office. $5 million went to actors? And $8 million budget. Okay. So he did this with $3 million, like, essentially. And then him, like, doing the whole thing himself. And he, he's just an amazing... Producer, no, he definitely is. Amazing director. To, to be able to do something like that is just incredible. Also, they said fuck uh, 265 times in the movie. I wanted to throw that in there. Oh, really? Yeah. And what did you say he did box office again? A 213 million. So let's jump on some of these numbers real quick because we didn't dive into it earlier. But we do want to hit on some of these numbers. So you said 212 million? It was two thirteen million. Two thirteen million. That was two twelve nine. I'm looking pretty a pretty penny. And yeah. So definitely had a lot. Um. So right now, besides that, just to bring you up to date on where we are, the weekend domestic chart for December thirteenth, two thousand nineteen, and coming near the end of the year here. Yep. We got Jumanji: The Next Level at a uh, sixty million. I don't know about that. I movie. think that just that just opened up though. Isn't that with uh, Kevin Hart and, and, the and The Rock? Dwayne The Rock. The Rock. The Rock and uh, Kevin. You know, the last time I saw them in a movie together, they were spectacular. Which which movie? Uh, um, Intelligence. Central Intelligence. Central Intelligence. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Movie. That movie. I like is that movie. Hilarious. The- but um, I'm not a big Jumanji guy. I didn't even really like the first one, but um, Frozen 2 is still kicking it up there. 366 mil. Wow. 0.5 mil. Man, they are. That was That's another 100 million. Yeah, they're number two on the charts right now for the weekend, but um, Jeez. I mean, still running the numbers number one overall. Well done. Frozen. Yeah, Knives Out, we're at 78.9 million. Finally saw that, and I finally saw or, uh, the trailer. And I also you finally, saw Knives Out? I saw the trailer, and I also finally saw the Queen and Slim trailer. Oh, did you? Yeah, so... So, I mean, there's just, just to keep up with what's out right now. Also, it'd be cool if we did, you know, some underground films too. Like, yeah, the Queen of Slim isn't even on the charts this week. No. They're completely off. Yeah. Richard Joel. Yeah. Is that 
Huh. A clean five million. How is that? That those must not have been released yet. Oh uh, well, those can't have been released yet. Maybe, maybe those not. Are, maybe those are pre-ticket sales already. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. And, We're uh, hypocrites, people. Don't, <laughs> yeah. just don't listen to us. And then uh, we also got you know just movie details on the Pulp Fiction movie. Uh, it was 107 million domestic, 105 million international, and that's actually interesting because it's like a 50-50 split. That is interesting. You usually see a lot more domestic. You do see a lot more domestic, but... But international really kicks it up. But if you think about it, is this overall or... um, This is theatrical performance, I see. So... Yeah. And, you know, that number, 212 million, is interesting to me. I mean, this is a huge movie. and But it's also back in the day, and it's also... um, exactly. I feel like, you know, it was his second movie. Was it his second Quentin movie? Quentin Tarantino's second movie, yeah. His first one was Reservoir Dogs? Yes. yes. I was about to look that up because yes. I forgot which uh, movie that you was. You saw Reservoir Dogs? I didn't. It's uh, another intense movie. Is it? He... Because, yeah, for the second movie, doing something like this, man, you're really... Oh, man. Capturing the attention of people. But there's people that want to see intense movies. They're not... They don't want to just always be family-oriented sure. kind of movies. For it's sure. like there's a There's a diet or an appetite out there, I should say, for this kind of like... In your face, yeah. In your face movie that is controversial. It's like a lot of controversial issues. Super controversial and um, really intense scenes that uh, typically they might gloss over. And um, Uh definitely TV shows and stuff like that. They're not putting scenes like this in. I don't think, but uh, definitely not. Um, I wonder how the TV run of this, what they take out. Oh, when they run it on TV. They probably take out a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I would imagine. And also, I, I thought the intro was really cool because they they just show you that Pulp Fiction font in big lettering, and they play uh, they play one of the songs that we're about to get into. Yeah. In fact, should we just get into the soundtrack? We can hop in the soundtrack. All right, let's hop in let's the soundtrack. Let's do it. Soundtrack. The first song... <laughs> The first song they play is amazing. Uh, it's called Monsieur Lou, I believe, and it's like French, obviously. I'm you showed sh- me this one? Oh, actually, that might not be the first one. There's a French song in there that's really good. I figured it was Miser Lou. Miser Lou's the one with the surfer sound we listened to earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The surfer vibe. I don't have the rest of any of these songs. I'm just going to improvise for you guys here. But it's got that surfer. <laughs> and you know i think i think uh black ip sample it yeah you know? that sounds like a piece song. so that song's really good in the the original's really good in the as the intro for this for this movie with the big pulp like i was just saying yeah pulp fiction bam yeah. pops right on the screen and then you're just excited for definitely what, starts what off intense so it starts off super intense um i also really liked the son of a preacher man do you remember that song yes that song is like cool in That's my a good mind. Song. It, all these songs, I feel like it's sampled modern day. By oh yeah, I feel like the whole movie was like because feel I felt like it was like a modern day movie. They the way they talked, yeah, especially uh, um, damn Samuel L. Jackson and what's his oh, partner? Yeah. Who, who John Travolta. John Travolta. Yeah, I, Vincent. I, they, honestly, they did make it look like it was from back in the day, though. But they did, but they were Quarantine, their back Tarantino. and forth was so smooth and everything. It sounded like uh what you would even hear like 
modern day gangster hitmen sound like. Uh-huh. I mean, if you saw this, I mean, those guys could be modern day and you'd be like, you would not pick them I, up. Suits, you know, yeah, yeah. walking around. I no, mean, I definitely see what you're saying. Yeah. Also, though, I do think there was one scene in particular it was when John Travolta and Uma Thurman, they were going to that restaurant where that bar was. And they walked around the entire uh, where stage where the guy was playing music, and then they like hopped in that car seat where they were eating dinner. Yeah, that was I an thought, interesting uh, place. I would have loved to go. I there. thought that setting it looked so much like old back in the day. Yeah, and cool with all the clothing and yeah, the cars and, and everything. The cars and the I think the whole place was Johnny like a Rockets niche restaurant looking. for super rich, rich, rich people. Oh yeah, you know, in oh, California yeah. or where was it? L.A. L.A. Yeah, California. Yeah, California. And that's cool to see that depicted. Yeah. Uh, that time period in LA, maybe like yeah. back in the day in the 80s or 70s. Yes. I don't know when it was. I guess it was like the 70s or 80s. I don't know when it was either, but um, I think it was 70s definitely or 80s. back in the day. Probably 80s. Especially by the guns and stuff they were using. Oh, my I guess gosh. people use some of those guns that they had in this movie. Yeah, man. Were intense. Crazy, man. Remember when John Travolta dies and he gets shot With up in the stomach? Mac 10, bro. Is that Suppressed. what that was? Yes. Suppressed Mac 10? Yeah. Oh, man. That was You're cold. walking in. I don't know why he was going back. I mean, I would have gotten the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> that guy was like Dude, super too. relaxed, like whatever. Gonna yeah, go, I'm gonna go get my father's watch. No problem. Even though I'm a little worried about it, uh-huh. people have to kill me. No problem. Let's just do this. So you also remember that Al Green song, that "Let's Stay Together" song? We we played it, and you were like, "Oh, I like that one." What's that one? Yeah, called? yeah, yeah. That one was a really good. I, yeah, I'm so in love with you. And that one, the rights people. That one is uh, Kev. Or no, 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 that's with Bruce Willis, and it's the it's. Um, I honestly thought it was Marvin Gaye at first, but it's the second song that gets played. I was played. about to say it's Al Green, though. Like Mar- Marvin Gaye. I'm pretty positive it's Al Green, uh, but it's the second song with Bruce Willis scene. It's like I forget exactly which scene, but Bruce Willis comes in on the second scene. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got. I have on here. We played. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. I we haven't talked about that one yet, have we? I don't think we talked about that one. You'll be a woman soon. I it, think I know that. It, one. It's a really good song. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like almost Midwestern or something. Like some of it almost has a little twang to it, or twang a little country to draw it. to it. Okay, but it's not. It's just girl, you'll be a woman soon. It's this interesting kind of cool song. I yeah, thought. I thought a lot of the songs in there were good. I knew through the movie it was definitely going to be a soundtrack movie. Uh huh. Oh yeah, this, for sure. It. I'm going to be, we should make this be known that we're going to be, as we said, making a hypocritic playlist. It's called the hypocritic playlist on Spotify. You can go get it right now and follow it. Steven doesn't have a Spotify, so he doesn't understand. I'll get one when we drop this. You should. If not, I'll make you a CD with these songs. They're going to be great songs from all the films we've been doing. Um, And I'm going to add a few from this movie because there's a lot of good songs in this movie. But we are doing a cliche playlist as well that includes a bunch of cliche songs. Yes, yes. Some famous songs. If you guys know any like that Super throw famous. in the review section let us know with a five star too don't yeah, forget exactly and with another song i wanted to mention was you remember this scene i was just explaining where the guy's on the stage and he's he's playing the guitar yeah and i don't know the name of that song but i thought that was such a cool yeah. scene in my opinion i yeah. was obsessed with that scene it's just the whole thing the way it was shot the d- cinematography his eye tarantino's eye it's just the whole thing's freaking awesome yeah to be honest it was really well shot especially for a second movie um i know the yeah. whole 
I, I think he There's has... even like a part where he's like walking, you walk through this hole in the gate. And I don't know what the camera does. I guess it goes over the fence or something, but it just does such a clean transition. And it's a real it's one of those scenes that doesn't stop, you know, it just continues and continues and continues. He's following uh-huh. him. And then it goes through. You're like, where is the where's the camera? Yes. And but, that's um, I love it's cool how film works. You know? I love when they just want they just gotta get that shot. Everything in that exactly. shot needs to be exactly. perfect, you know. It could be different things around. They might have like a crane over here and they're moving. Yeah. I just think that's interesting how they do certain and the, cinematography. And the audience can see that. The audience can tell. Like I remember seeing a certain scene where Travolta's talking to another guy, his drug dealer, and the drug dealer's sitting on the bed and you have to look through the mirror to see the drug dealer's face, but yeah. you can see his the back of his body. Yeah. So you're looking at them having this conversation. In and one his, scene. His face is literally in the in bottom frame, right yeah. corner of the frame. And you have to look like with like your head if you have a yeah. big TV. And it's really, I just think it's really cool how directors do that. Absolutely. Because it takes a lot. That on top of when you, you're you doing a long drawn out scene and it's maybe like a six minute scene or who knows how long. And these had a lot of long drawn out scenes. And, and two actors have a monologue or whatever that's. They were taking their time with every scene. Didn't no rush. No rush. That's why it's two hours and 30 minutes. Exactly. Because so. every scene was modern day. That movie probably would have been much shorter. It, it, I think it's really easy to want to do something like that and then it just goes horribly wrong like you're not good enough but tarantino's good enough to do this stuff yeah but there's some people that just really want to put an art perspective on it yeah it's a lot a lot of the conversations you figure out where these people stand because of the conversations they're having you know yeah they like talk back and forth and you know especially with Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson conversations. Yes. They, you you, you know, really learned about those characters by they're, – they're both different. They're both, you know, arguing their points about how they – you know, what they believe and stuff. So I thought that was interesting. So you know what else? I, I think uh, Quentin Tarantino is very similar to another director. If you know who uh, Martin Scorsese is, have you heard that name before? I've heard that name so before. What films have he He does – and this is going to get into that vein of movie. He does, I think, like Godfather and stuff like that. Oh, so, I see. So another just, you know – Crime. In, yeah. Crime, crime, crime kind of movie. Yeah. Really is the only other that depicts that kind of – Yeah. Of, like direction with a movie. It's just interesting. And while we're on these two like super famous directors, we should also talk about how um, – this is a movie that's considered a cult classic. I did some research. Yeah, so we were talking about this last week because I immediately when you said it, I was like, this is a, a this cult is classic. a cult classic. And yeah. it's previous those... episode, we were saying we're going to talk about it or find yep. a movie. And I wanted to do one because I know this one's a little uh, different than our it previous Christmas different. movies. But I wanted to throw it in we there. We were supposed to do Christmas movies this time of year. Trim was like... You Pulp know, fiction, private Christmas you know, movie. Steven, I realized I realized during the week that people are going to be listening to this. Need to, they're going to want to know about movies that have interesting, like why no, are absolutely. they so big movies? And by the time we drop this, it will uh, be out of sequence in time, True. technically, because we um, will have a little arsenal of episodes to keep True. us from, you know, having to record every single week, but being able to drop every week. So True. time frame will be off regardless. So as long as we get some holiday movies around the holidays, just because we're feeling the spirit, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. But like you said, we're, throwing these movies in there is totally fine. And we should, it doesn't matter. We should establish to be real critics. I mean, you got to do movies like this if you're a real critic. Oh, absolutely. So did you see this movie? I had seen this movie uh, a while ago. And then recently I saw it was on Netflix for free. I was like, I'll pop it on. And then... I knew it was a classic and I knew I needed to do this for one of the episodes. 
And I was blown away, like, oh my gosh, this is this is not intense. I, I remember thinking I had never seen it. I remember thinking I had seen it and I knew it was like really intense, but um I didn't remember what was gonna happen. Every scene I was like, Yeah, I, bet I forgot you didn't. that happened. I bet you forgot. So <laughs> I was really it felt like I watched it again for the yeah. first time. I definitely watched it for the first time. Super intense movie, but are, are we uh, going to continue on the soundtrack? Well, first, let me say uh, a cult film commonly referred to as a cult classic is a film that has acquired a cult following. Cult films are known for their dedicated, passionate fan base who an elaborate subculture that engage in repeated viewings, quoting dialogue, whatnot. Yeah, just super fans of like super under, underground films. And push these films to yeah. make, make them bigger. and Exactly. Better. And they're the reason that they're so big now still. One more thing, cult films trace their origin origin back to controversial and suppressed films kept alive by dedicated fans. That's the that's the gist. Okay, yeah. So a couple cult classics. I want to see if you've seen these because I've seen these or some of them. Um, Don, just do real quick, okay? If you've seen it or not. And okay. People are going to be mad at you probably. Right? Oh, definitely. Let's get it going. <laughs> All right. Be mad at me. Donnie Darko. No. The Big Lebowski. No. Clerks. No. Oh man! I have seen a, a spinoff. What is the uh, Jay and Silent Bob? Yeah, I think that's the spinoff. Um, it's or a actually, spinoff. The Clerks, the, the same directors, I think, or something like that. I don't know. I'm same not sure. writers, some, right. very similar. But um, no, 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 you got, no, I haven't seen the Clerks. You have three more here: uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yes, good. The Boondock Saints. Uh, yes, but I forget that movie. That was the uh, and Napoleon Dynamite. Oh yeah, I love that movie. Okay. Okay. Napoleon Dynamite is actually the best one. You think so? I, from what you've read, in my opinion, yeah. In that, my opinion, that movie is so funny. In my opinion, that actor—he's the one that plays in a uh, Blades of Glory. You know, Monty Python and the Holy Grail is the best one. Really? That I can't even watch that movie nowadays. I need to see it. again. I watched it when I was really, really young. Try to watch it now. You cannot. I'll, I'll give you fifty bucks <laughs> if you make it through fifteen 50 minutes. Bucks of, you get? <laughs> just kidding. Fifteen minutes of that movie, though, you're gonna be like. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So again, um, everybody, the, this soundtrack's going to be on Spotify. I'll have a playlist on it. It'll be public. You can get it. If you just follow us, you know, and you know, give us some reviews. If yeah. You by the time you hear this, all our social media stuff will be, uh, it should be. you'll be able to find us easy with a little yeah. type of a Google. Type of a Google. And, uh, <clears throat> I want to do the five for five, Steven. You want to hop right into the five for five. Let's get into it. Five for five to stay alive. Back again. Steven, Last week I won. Steven, Steven. Last <laughs> week I won. Yeah, I didn't like that. So <laughs> First I time I one. won. You've won plenty. Stop. Get off your high no, horse. No, so we've, and I should do a correction because you have a higher score than we said last week. I said 50% and I was reading off the previous week's percentage. So you actually, oh. you actually in retrospect have a seven, or 60%. Yeah. So currently, currently, you so have, you can always just keep the current percent, and then we'll move into the okay. next week. You can bring the next what it changes to. Currently, you've got sixty percent. Currently, I've got seventy three percent of them correct. Okay. Now you have to get four of five to get the uh, five dollars yep. on our five for five section. And, four for five for the five dollars, and I need another, that for rent. An, another <laughs> <at> five dollars. <laughs> yeah. Right. And another statistic is we've both won one five for five. 
You got a four five. Yeah, that's I got true. Five, five. And I am overall judging that. Okay. In my mind, who's winning, who's not winning. Right. It doesn't even matter how many if you get all five. If you get all five, it's just like bragging at that point. I mean, <laughs> like yeah, when basically. you got five for five, it's like, whatever, I was knocked out of the park. That's knocked it out of the park. The only reason I said four for five because it's super unlikely to get a five for five. <laughs> Right, but so we do a lot better than I thought. We do do a lot better. And we're sort of getting each other is how we However, ask questions. However, when, when you do... There's questions now that I'm like, he knows I'm trying to bluff with him. Well, Stephen, one. when you do get one, a five for five, and I have to give you $5 from my wallet, I make the next section harder. I make yeah. the next five for five harder. Yeah, so you try to bump, bump, bump it up a little bit. This episode, I got a little bit harder of Ooh, questions for Ooh, okay. I'm coming for you. All right, let's start it like this. Let's get going. Question number one. An object or device in a movie or a book that serves merely as a trigger for the plot. Do you got that? And is this I'm about gonna, the movie? Yes, it's about the movie. This <laughs> okay. is about the movie. Um, okay, so each of the following is a synonym for this sentence except. An object or device in a movie or a book that serves merely as a trigger for the plot. This is going to be a hard question for you. Yeah, you're throwing a lot of words. All right, go ahead. <laughs> So this is a definition of a word. Yeah, and I'll, I'll break it down for you a second. Let me give you the answer choices. A, a red herring. B, a MacGuffin. Or C, a Mowler key. And so these are all terms, industry terms. Industry for this. terms. So what was the definition? An object or device in a movie or book that serves merely as a trigger for the plot. And they do this in the movie. I'll explain that later. Um, Wait, you want me to repeat any of that? or you? Got what it? were the answers? A, a red herring. B, a MacGuffin, or C, a Mowler key? I guess a red herring. And, okay, so... I guess that's what I'm going to go with, red herring. Because you think the red herring is it? I think that's the answer to the um, definition you read off. Okay, so li- listen to the question carefully. Each of the following is a synonym for this sentence, except... Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Oh, I see. Um, So it's not... It's not. So a Mallard key I would go with? Mallard key or MacGuffin? Uh, I think I would go with Mallard key is not it. Question number one is correct. Nice. I was about to say, I've heard of those first two. I've heard of Red Herring a lot more Uh than MacGuffin. I was like, that sounds like one, but I definitely, I couldn't be confident in that one. So I knew that, so Red Herring, that was the definition. Okay, yes. And then- So I'll tell you, I'll I'll explain it now. So a Mallard key- is malarkey it's actually bullshit <laughs> i thought uh, did you make that yeah, up I did. that's a trend classic right there and, uh, the other one i thought he had was, that locked and loaded all season probably the other one i saw was a mcguffin and i was like Mal- I, I was like what is a- i remember we were listening to it i looked at you said malarkey because <laughs> a key you know you never know i had just never heard that term so yeah i thought it was that a was the most reasonable one i you've so heard of McGuff- mcguffin mcguffin is real right yeah i feel like i have heard that somewhere just and it must have just been through recent research maybe yeah because um, i didn't know it uh so i was and on- i definitely heard of red herring so i was online and i was looking up what a mcguffin or uh, about the movie they said it contains a mcguffin so i searched it it says is a term for a motivating element in a story that is used to drive the plot and essentially that is the briefcase in the movie yeah um so so that on top of i looked oh, up the red herring because you never see what's in there yeah so for answer choices i did a synonym for uh Malar- except McGuffing. i did mcguffing mcguffin 
And the synonym said red herring. And then I did this whole thing for acceptance. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the Malarkey is uh, bullshit. MacGuffin is what it actually <laughs> Malarkey. is. Malarkey. MacGuffin is what it actually is. And it's the briefcase because it's used throughout the movie and it you don't really know what it is. It's but it's just, beautiful, apparently. It, it just drives the movie and yeah. makes everybody think like, what is this thing? Yeah. I thought it was really cool. that I thought it was cool. I didn't... Um... For a little while, I didn't think you were going to see the main boss's face. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Marcellus. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't either. I thought he was going to be one of those mysterious characters. You just saw the bandaid well, on the Well, you know, the bandaid on the back of his head is because he was shaving his head for the scene, cut himself, put a bandaid on there, and the director just wanted to keep it. That's what they said. Yeah. I mean, it's hardcore. And they they drive in on that shot of his face with the bandaid or his back of his head. With yeah. The so question number one kind of leads into question number two nicely. Um Question number two, what was the number combination of the briefcase Vincent opens containing the MacGuffin for Ringo in the restaurant? And I'm not giving you any answer choices. You have to know this one. And it's three digits. <laughs> That's like the worst possible one not to give me any <laughs> Steven, answer choices. Steven, on. If you were paying attention to the movie, we're always you supposed to give multiple choices. No, I'm not. This is a harder exam. Last week you won. I'm not letting you win again. You should have let me guess the first <laughs> You can guess. Well, I guess it. I couldn't have guessed it. It's uh, it's pretty obvious in the movie. If you were watching the movie and paid attention, you'd you'd get this. It's three digits, and it's what was the number combination of the that briefcase, the MacGuffin briefcase. What was that uh combination for when Mac, the MacGuffin was presented for Ringo in the restaurant when he's like robbing the restaurant? And the I don't group. know six six six. Correct. That's I didn't even see it. I was like, what other evil number could there be? That's exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Damn, so you got bitch. Two, you got two out of two already. Jeez, <laughs> bitch. Trying to that was so unfair of you. That's not fair of you to complain about. Think it. about how many random. I guess three numbers. Of course, the only thing there was a clue was the three numbers. Exactly. Though. That was the only clue I had. Yeah, but you had a hint and you got it. So shout out. <laughs> you could have honestly given me like four different numbers and I probably would have been like, I guess I would have guessed six 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 if that was the only one. All right, next question is question number three. How does Wolf take his coffee when ordering from Jimmy? Just like I do. Extra sugar, extra cream. Oh, my gosh. You take your your coffee like that? Yeah, I love it like that. And in fact, I told Courtney right when he said that, I was like, hmm, that sounds just like my Oh, my gosh. (laughs) He pulls up in the Acura NSX. Yeah. That's a cool little mid-engine Acura car, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Freaking. He's he's like, I drive everywhere fast. It's like, you wrecked my Acura. It's like, I'll wreck you. (laughs) Speaking of which, I got a new car. Did you? Yeah. What'd you get? I'm not going to explain it right here, but I bought a new car. Wait, no, tell me. I'll tell you Who cares? The audience needs a forerunner? Uh, it's a Honda. Oh, is it? That's all I'm going to say. Oh, we got to check it out after this. Oh, we'll check it out. It's pretty nice, actually. Okay, okay. Question number four. At one point in the movie, Marcellus speaks with Butch. What was a quote from their discussion? A, in the fifth, your ass goes down. B, English motherfucker, do you speak it? C, because you are a character doesn't mean you have character. What he says to uh, Bruce Willis. What Marcel says to Butch. He says, in the fifth, your ass goes down. Correct. <laughs> Is that says, repeat it to me. In the fifth, my ass goes down. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, I'm worried you're going to get this next one. It's going to be five for five. But if you do, 
Hey, good job. Somebody won, though. Good job. You already got... I I really thought this was going to be kind of harder, but... I thought this... I mean, mean, these are fair questions, honestly. If you get it, it, more power to you. So, this next one... I can't even believe I got that combination. This next one is Think about how many solutions of a combination. I know. It could have been a bunch of Could have been... Think about how many options of three different digits there are. But I gave you a nice hint. I gave you a nice hint. You good, you good. All right, so just remember this next time you give me an exam. How about that? How about that? All right, question number five. I'm I'm curious on this one. Which Bible verse does Jules quote? Do you already know it? No, I have some answers. Yeah, give me some answers. No, I don't. I don't know it. Courtney um, was saying that he quotes a Bible. Try to try to channel channel all that because let's see if you get it from these. Can you quote the actual verse? I'll remember it. Uh, I will after. Oh, never mind. Okay. A, John 3.16, B, Ezekiel 17.25, or C, Ezekiel 25.17. It's one of the Ezekiels for sure. (laughs) Um, uh, 25.17 or 17.25? Um, seventeen twenty-five. That's cool. No, it's wrong. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Stephen. I'm sorry to do it to you like that, but it's twenty-five seventeen. Twenty-five seventeen. And that was just a guess. It's. Uh, I, I was narrowed down to Ezekiel just by the answer choices. Oh, I knew it was Ezekiel. I knew you weren't gonna think it was John three sixteen, but yeah, I knew I made it tricky enough for you not to know between two though that's, no i know that was i was just at that point i was like uh i once you said ezekiel i was like that's it and then yeah, you said yeah. it again i was like damn so steven i'm really happy you still haven't got five for five yet good i still got i still won I so know, i've won two won, and you've you only won, won. So that's one that's ten no, bucks. You, haven't you won two no i've won one only one only the chef episode didn't win the others are you sure yeah i got them all right here which one are you questioning uh, I thought you'd at least won one other episode. I've gotten a... Four out of five? I've gotten a three for five, a five for five, and a three for five. Lords of Dogtown and Four Christmases are three for fives. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Stumped you on those. But you did have the five for five out of the park, which is bragging rights, as Okay, we so, I mean, yeah, but you got more than me now. So I, I mean, I'm yeah. losing money as opposed to you having <laughs> me having bragging rights. So the quote is from Sam Jackson. I'm going to do this one. I'm try to do this in character. Okay. Oh, it's a long quote. You don't have to, if you, but go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll just read it. <clears throat> so he no, says, do the same it, Jackson voice. Before I do this, give me an introduction. When does he do this quote? He does this quote before he kills somebody. Every everybody. He but you did you notice that um, he killed that one guy and he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Are you sure? Um, I don't. I'm not positive, but I do know the guy he shoots on the couch. He didn't. I didn't think he said it. Especially, definitely not the long drawn out one that he does. Usually, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. Because he does the long drawn out one, and he gets really into it. He does do the long drawn out one, and, but he, he also, like shoots, and then he's like, "It's also, it's also." And this is what Tarantino does so well. He he makes it so that it's so um, like tension gets built, like unbelievable amounts of tension, and you can do those long quotes, and yeah. like you don't even worry about and it. And the favorite scenes, we're gonna go through the. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about we're all gonna of them. Talk about all the but scenes. While we're on the, okay, while we're so on this, as long as we're gonna get through. Sam right, Jackson, right. before he kills his, you know, his dude, he says, "The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children." 
and I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and fury, sorry, furious anger, those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers, and you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. And then he caps him. <laughs> That's why Sam Jackson does. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson, man. That was a great scene. No, he is super intense with that scene. And it's like, man, you're nervous as hell. <laughs> this guy with a gun preaching like this. Oh, my gosh. But he's got that crazy character. I love it. I love his hair. He's got a jerry curl. I love you that's know, what it's called. That's gonna, I was going to talk to him. I was going to say I've never this seen when we anyone wear it better than that. He uh, tried it on, and he was with Travolta, and they both liked it so much they went with it. Yeah, that's what happened. I loved it. I loved it too. I thought that was like the best part. I loved his hairdo too. It was long, and they were just a, both a couple smooth. Oh, I feel yeah. like for a couple Travolta's smooth hair, they did a really good job. You know, oh my god, with a back and forth. And did you tell? I mean, they're so cold blooded. Yeah, that. They're yeah. just having these normal conversations like you and I would be at work. Yeah. Just having, oh, yeah, you know, well, what do you think about this? If yeah. someone does this to a wife, I mean, yeah. how, how do you feel about it? They're going up I know. to the guy's apartment to about to kill a couple people. Exactly. This is another day on the job. And they don't and really. They're just like having, he's like, oh, we're a little early. Let's hang back. Uh-huh. And he's like, man, you got to tell me rub another woman's feet. <laughs> yeah. That guy ain't going to get mad about it. He's like yeah man come on and like five seconds later they're like alright let's walk back and they walk back and they knock on the door walk in he's <laughs> what's like, up everyone's super scared of him they're the guys it's like you don't even know he's why. like have you ever rubbed another woman's feet I don't think you have <laughs> and Samuel Jackson's like I've rubbed another woman's feet he's like you've ever rubbed another man's feet like, have you yeah he says that you've ever another man's feet he's like, you better, like, you better fuck shut you. the fuck up <laughs> He's like, oh, he's like, I take a full run right now. Exactly. He's like, you before I get mad. Exactly. I thought he's okay. like, we all know there's something going on. I love how they did that in because the middle that, of them about to go bust a cap in these. Yeah, like, because that guy was the Marcello, uh, Marcellus. the guy that's depicted mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. So he, um, that was his wife got the foot rub that she's depicted in the movie too. They're all like super hard. And John Travolta is with her. And you think that guy with a foot rub got thrown out the window? I know. I know. <laughs> For a, for a foot rub. <laughs> I know. The girl was crazy. The girl George was doing Thurman, though. Like, she was yeah. nutty as hell. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, before we get into all that, let's let's get it. Let's dive into the director and the cast. Yeah. Okay? Director and the cast. Get that music on. Oh, director and the cast. Let's get into it. All right, Steven. I uh, got you on that website for uh, a reason. IMDB, we should uh, have all of them pulled up here. Let's start off with Johnny T. I like to call him Johnny T's. Johnny Travolta. Let's get into his main one, okay. Grease. Yeah, Grease. Let's get into it, man. Or, he or, was great in Grease Lightning. I never saw that, man. You've never seen Grease? No. Oh, classic. No, of course I haven't seen Let's Grease. Let's go way back. He also did Saturday Night Fever. Um, that's how he got his dance moves, I think. Those two movies for this movie. Yeah, Saturday Night Fever, that was Steven. 77, and Grease was 78 the year after. Do you remember... Uh, actually, you know, before John Travolta, because I messed this up in the last episode, I'm sorry. I didn't talk about the director first. Um the last episode, the director was Ron Howard for The Grinch. This episode, yeah. it is Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. He is a motherfucker. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Savage on the script writing. Savage. Super savage. On the film. Savage on the film. He is an incredible director. So are we going to talk about him? Yeah, he's done a bunch. So of let's go back because we need to come back to Travolta. Talk oh, a little. oh, we will. All right, we'll unless, you, unless you don't want to. But um, so let me get into uh, Quentin Tarantino because... I don't have him pulled up on IMDb. Oh, no problem. But I do know that he's done... Um, he did Django. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
Yeah, well, that's a new one. A I new haven't one. seen that. I know, I know. You saw that. I saw Django, probably one of my favorite movies of his. What was the other movie that came out? He had a little break, but... um, I mean, I don't know if it's one of my favorite. I, I love all of his. I think my favorite movie of his all time, and I saw it in reverse order, was Kill Bill 2. Have you seen Kill Bill? No, but I do know oh that's one of the uh, cult classics as well. Man, that movie is so good. I like love it so much, and I saw the second one. There's before actually I, um, before I saw the first one. It says there's a Kill Bill th- Volume Three um, characters have been announced. There's another one. Coming? There's a that's or just what it says on the IMDb. Are you not reading the top of it? And then it says um, so. Once upon a time in Hollywood, that was 2019. He did um, my favorite was Django Unchained, yeah, that's which is uh, 2012, and Inglorious Bastards oh, 2009. Yeah. I forgot about Inglourious. That movie is great. I need to rewatch it. It is super hardcore Nazi movie, and they're. Um, I saw, but I it's obviously it. like uh, not real. It didn't really happen, or maybe they took some real stories. I don't know, but uh, it's just about savage. Those guys that go out, and yeah, go um, savage on a. Who? Well, they're like a group of, um, I guess, oh, higher end, higher end um, military marines, and they they're like a group that goes out and really does some damage and uh, they only take certain guys in that can really be savage and uh i remember that and they're killing they just go around and get scalps yeah they 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 literally get scalps but they um they really glorify it like there's one scene where he comes out with a bat and he's like (laughs) like he's about to they're all watching him about to just knock this guy's head off with his bat steven does uh gore get to you or do you like it does it? Add, I don't love it. it no, does but it add um, to the movie though. It adds to the movie. I can handle it, but I don't like. A lot of you people know, can't love it. handle it at all. But I no, mean, I know. So he's definitely a director that has. Um, he's an amazing director. He was. He did some CSI stuff. Grave. I didn't know that. Grave Danger one, Part One and Part Two. He did the story. I guess. He he's. But Kill Bill One and Kill Bill Two. Yeah. Kill Bill One. Kill super Bill crazy. Um. Super crazy director. Definitely putting out some crazy stuff. Doing controversial stuff. I love Django. I love. Oh, that. that movie is probably one of my favorites too. Jamie Django. Fox. That movie is so well done and so badass. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. And I the love script that. writing is like incredible. Yeah. It, it, it's so many layers to his movies. It's not just one thing. There's symbols. There's like all these. Little but he's also nuts. the type of director that I feel like he's got the whole vision, but he's like, he doesn't want to let, he doesn't want to reveal things similar to like other shows do what black do you mean? mirror what kind do you of things. They don't want to reveal immediately. Like episodes like Black Mirror, that it has, it's like later on you understand. Maybe What's it's happening? not until the end that you completely understand everything, but that's the whole point. He wants to keep you on the edge of your seat, asking questions and plot twist. And you know, you know, when when Travolta dies in this, it's so quick. You don't even. He's not even in that scene of those characters. You know, yeah. but he is a hitman, and he was obviously in charge of pulling the hit on this guy and being at his house if he ever came home. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, damn lucky he came home while he was in the bathroom. Also, while we're on Tarantino, you saw he was in the movie, right? He was the guy whose house was uh, had the dead body in. He he hosted the dead body. Oh, he was in in that was Tim. Yeah, yeah. He is so funny. You think so, dude? He was like, no, 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 no. Don't tell me that. So don't get my my wife is gonna be home in an hour and a half. He's like, bye. They need to get this shit out of my. He was so pissed off. I know, but I thought he was like. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is, but he's talking to these guys like he doesn't give a shit. And I just seen these guys kill cold blooded. Honestly, 
They, oh my god! I don't want him to start preaching a scripture right now before he pulls a camera. I mean, he's got things, a, he, Honestly, he's got a family. He's got a right to say all that. No, and he but he's so high, he must be so high up in the crime you organization. See how, that, you see how Travolta respected him. He was like, okay, they both did. He was like, okay, I won't bleed on his cloth in his in his bathroom if like this is going to be a fucking issue. Because no, I know, but Tra- you can tell Travolta, that they both they both respected him, well, right? especially uh, no, no, Samuel Tra- Jackson. Travolta was disrespecting him, and then Samuel Jackson was like, you better respect him. And then he was like, okay, because who was him. what it was his character i don't think you get too much of what his character was he's, but he must be like, some guy that's super up x out of it he was in it and isn't anymore because he has a family now and he's trying he's trying to get his hands clean from the whole thing and Tra- oh and interesting samuel L. jackson just pops in his crib he is hilarious no, 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 no. i know don't tell me that bullshit he's got You're a- in my house like what is, what is, like get it out i'm glad he made a appearance in the remember movie. That he calls the guy he's like i'm gonna send the wolf what are you talking about oh shit all right and while we're let's get into the wolf so the wolf is Harvey Keitel. Keitel, I think is how you say it. He's a Oscar and global uh, Golden Globe Award nominee. Okay, uh, he's in, appeared in films of Scorsese's. And also, I meant I meant to say this. Gosh, guys, I'm such a hypocrite. Scorsese did not do The Godfather. I'm sorry, <laughs> he did not do The Godfather. Hypocritical. The, um, Francis Ford Coppola did The Godfather, and Martin Scorsese has done movies like Goodfellas, Taxi Driver. Oh yeah, Wolf Goodfellas of, is probably one of my favorite Wolf mob movies, hands down. Have you seen Goodfellas? I need to see it. Oh my god, <laughs> it's literally like a great crime movie that's not crazy gory and stuff, but is still it like is it intense. Oh yeah, like you'll see some killings and drugs and I'll all that kinds out. of stuff, and old school mob, uh, and you know real. Italian these movies from the are, old country. You can't even be a, you can't even be a made man unless you've got Italian Steven, blood. These, these movies are hard because they're so long and they're so just intense. Not not I a good fellas. It's not like a Godfather movie. It's not. I haven't not seen at all. I haven't fact, seen Godfather. Hands either. down, probably one of the best movies of all times. So I'm telling you, the, right. uh, I'll check it out. It's such a modern day one too that you would like. Okay, I'll check it it's out. It's not. I I have not fully watched any of the godfathers okay i can't i've never been able to get th- i've never even seen scarface i haven't seen Scar- or, i can't get I've through some of scarface. i can't see i can't get through these movies. movies that are really gory and hard to watch this movie's <laughs> good though in fact we'll do it in the future i'll make sure you watch that one okay it's i'm down one. that sounds yeah. cool and okay so john travolta you want to get already, into samuel L. jackson well john travolta first since we let's oh let's yeah all right let's touch on let's he's talk, uh, jt he was born in Inglewood, uh, New Jersey, and he's one of six children. He's an interesting guy. He's been, you know, he's he, you know, he believes in Scientology, which I thought was one of those interesting things. These actors wasn't like he Tom called Cruise Inglewood sometime at some time in the call movie? Him Inglewood? I think I think Inglewood was used in the movie. I don't know. If, I don't know. I thought he said something. Maybe. like, You're from here. You're Inglewood. Come on, actually, in. maybe like that. that. Oh, when he true. goes into the actual bar, that might be true. They were using code names, I think. And that's maybe pretty. He was called Inglewood. That's pretty cool that they did that though. And then, um, yeah, he's we already kind of went through his list of movies, and well, I'm, we're going to talk on about him in another movie coming up. So let's not stay too long on him. His he was in peak. Wild Hogs. Did you remember that movie? No, I never saw that. And he was in Hairspray, and he was in Bolt. I haven't seen any. He of He was the voice of Bolt. I guess I haven't seen any of those. He, that was like a uh, oh that movie that animation movie. animated movie yeah um, American I, Crime Story I Am Wrath Gotti Steven what about he's in a uh, lot of 2019 stuff. what about Samuel L. Jackson you can run oh, through the Samuel gambit L. of all Jackson. the Samuel do we even need to does he need an introduction does he need an introduction the guy is from Shaft 
uh, Unbreakable. He's on Snakes on a Plane. He's on Star Wars. The Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight. He's That's a new one. Have you seen Pulp that? Fiction. He's on Jackie Brown. I mean, these, Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. Did you like that movie? I don't know that. I didn't know if I liked that movie. I remember seeing it. It wasn't anything too great. I didn't think it was anything too great either. He's in. Uh, I just, just don't like it if a movie is like confined on like one flight the entire. Oh, time. he's in Iron Man too. We were talking about that. What if you watch things on a plane while you were on a flight? I would never do that. You think, you think they have that movie playing in the? Delta? Who wants to watch things on a plane? Oh my gosh! I actually uh, they I got have, a couple of AirPods. You know they have the movie. Did. They have the movie Flight with Denzel Washington crashing a plane. They have that movie if you want to watch it on Delta. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't think so. You know what movie I did watch on the plane once? Top Gun. Have you seen Top Gun? I haven't, but that's a movie I need to see. Uh, I think I actually did see that. It's with Tom Cruise. What? Um, can you explain what happens in that movie? Uh, he, he's a, he's, he's a super badass Top Gun. Uh, like flight pilot for one of those super fast um, jets. planes jets yeah. and just does incredible theatrics with them, shoots down people and it's incredible. Yeah. I guess he's in Endgame too. Nick Fury. No, Tom Cruise. Wait, who no, we're talking about, about uh, Samuel, Samuel Jackson, Jackson now, but um, yeah, I'm talking about uh, just so people, there's a, probably a lot of uh, newer listeners that are probably like, or younger some, listeners, I would say, that are probably into those. Want some newer movies? That know, that know, well, know who Nick Fury is from Endgame. Because I've never seen that, but Samuel L. Jackson is into Endgame, ah. which is crazy in the numbers, you know. Uh, how about another star actor, Bruce Willis? I mean, geez. Bruce Willis did such a great job. He's from Die Hard. That's oh, his yeah. movie. Never like, seen it. I, I, I Die Hard, Pulp Fiction, obviously, uh, Moonlighting, The Sixth Sense. The Sixth Sense. Have you sense? seen The Sixth yeah, Sense? I have seen The Sixth Sense. It's a good movie. Crazy plot twist, too. Um, I forgot that came out in 99. I guess who, uh, who directed that? Oh, M. Night Shyamalan. Yep. I know okay. that name. Interesting oh. plot twist, though, at the end. Yeah, interesting plots, to say the least. Yeah, to say the least. Uh, let's see, what else was Bruce Willis in? I mean, he's got a lot of credits here. The Lego Movie 2? I don't know, I didn't watch it. No, I didn't uh, watch it. Any of these other ones you recognize? I don't. No, I don't really recognize anything. Looper? He was Looper. old Joe? He was Expe- in Spendables 2. I saw Looper. Or actually, no, I didn't see Looper. I didn't. Didn't, he was all Joe in that. Let me. Uh, yeah, nothing that else I really see. He's super famous. I mean, Charlie's Angels... Yeah. That 70s show. Oh, do you remember 16 Blocks? No, never saw that. Oh, dude, that's a kind of a cool uh cool movie. He's um he gets this guy. They're trying to frame this murder on this random like black guy mm-hmm. that's like um lower class in this like New York or something. And Bruce Willis is this agent that literally gets him 16 blocks to where he needs to be. Oh, uh, that's cool. Fighting all these uh crooked cops that are trying to uh Freaking, they killed the guy and they're trying to pin it on this guy pretty much. And this guy's an innocent guy. I didn't do it. He's just like, you know, a minority in the uh-huh. city that they can, you know, make look bad. And, you know, so it's crazy. What's it called? It's called 16 Blocks. I'll, I remember I'll... that's a cool movie. He literally, and he's already going through a lot of stuff, but he literally goes way out of his way to, and he just is sick of the crooked cops. I think at that point anyways, too, because there's a lot of crooked. I don't know why this reminds me of this movie, but have you seen The Town? No. Oh. Gosh, it's so good. Steven, we're what is that to, about? It's about these guys who rob banks and they're trying to get out of Boston. Boston. How do you say it with the accent? Boston. Boston. They're trying to get out of Boston. And it's really interesting because they 
are like super gangsters going up in like Boston hard streets, going up, popping caps and people. It, it just reminds, and they're robbing banks and it's Ben Affleck and he's like, and this other famous actor is really good. Oh, really? I don't think I've ever seen that. Well, you should. And also, <laughs> Uma Thurman was in this. I really wanted Uma to talk Thurman about Uma Thurman was good. She's one of my favorites um, in the movie. I, I don't, it's hard for me to say who my favorite is, but Uma Thurman is such a great actress and is known for so many famous movies. Yeah, she was in the Kill Bills. She was in the Kill Bills. And I so told you Quentin those Tarantino, my, she know they know of each other. They yeah, worked together. They worked together in the past, and she's known for probably Kill Bill. She's amazing in Pulp Fiction. She's amazing in this movie. Uh, she's also known for just random, uh, just random other movies. I'm trying to find movie 43. She's in. You should. You really need to see that. It's it's a funny comedy. You'll like it. Yeah, I've and never seen that. I've never seen that. It's a funny comedy. And then just it looks like a lot of serious roles. That's kind of that's kind of her niche. But she does an amazing job. And specifically in this movie, Stephen, she you remember the scene where uh, she's getting the adrenaline shot in her heart. Yeah. So that's Oh my god, intense. Super intense. The whole OD scene with her is really, really, really intense because you know she does cocaine, but it's actually heroin. It's actually heroin. She thinks it's cocaine because she saw her earlier, she does doing the cocaine. And he buys the really good cocaine. He buys the really good heroin. The really good heroin. I actually thought it was cocaine too. And so you remember the scene when he's driving Uma Thurman's OD'd ass back to the house, to the drug dealer's house, and the drug dealer's like eating a cereal he's like hanging out yeah uh, he's just watching a movie and then he gets a phone call and he's like ah shit i gotta answer this. yeah because he calls twice uh-huh. he's like who the fuck is this basically yeah. and then he's like yo this is vincent i'm on my way this bitch is od he's like no don't do not bring her. he's like go to the hospital bite the bullet bro i'm exactly. sorry he's like no i'm bringing her over i'll be there exactly. in a minute <laughs> slams into the, his garage essentially he's like you what the fuck are you doing She's like, who the hell is calling this lady? Which asshole? He's like, I'm about to tell this asshole who's calling this lady that he's an asshole. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> it's busy. <laughs> okay. I know. And, and but so, yeah, that was crazy. That guy, was um, he knew what he was doing. I guess he had an adrenaline shot on deck. He had and one, And then yeah. he had to do the whole... So, okay. Yeah, so, tell me about that so scene. So the scene, essentially, he has this adrenaline shot, Travolta, in Uma Thurman's chest, and he's ripping it out essentially he's ripping it out of her chest so it's going in reverse this the scene is shot yeah. backwards and you filmed. said you were saying that that's interesting that's crazy to see how cinematography works it is, because it's amazing it's, it's a lot of illusions you know there's a lot of illusions that go on that make you think that some things are happening but they're really not which and cinematography is the entire art of it and uh-huh. that's the entire production art that people don't even know about uh-huh. they just see a movie oh that was cool but in reality man that those directors had to be creative and do different things and sometimes it's as simple as that like hey let's think outside the box yep. you know let's reverse this shot maybe you know right. it gets, and it clearly is such an illusion that we don't notice the difference exactly and there were amazing like a bunch of amazing shots um, I we talked about the one earlier with uh, Bruce Willis was in the scene with I think it was Actually, it was the one with the mirror, and his head was at the bottom corner right of the frame. You remember that? Not Bruce Willis. It was uh, John Travolta and the dealer. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, and the drug dealer. Oh, yeah, yeah. John Travolta (laughs) and the drug dealer. Yeah, you said uh, it was a really good shot where you can see the back of his head. and You can see the back of uh, the drug dealer on the bed, and then Travolta's face like talking towards the camera. And then all you can see is the drug dealer's head in the bottom right frame of the mirror. So you see like all the way your head has to go back and forth looking at yeah. both the characters. It's really like, it's cool. crazy. Cause I know Travolta from Greece. Uh-huh. 
And that's all I know him really from. <laughs> and then I see him in this, and he's such a badass, such dude. A badass. I'm like, man, this guy is cool. He like, is cool in that movie. It's like he used to be Grease Lightning, and now he's like in the mall. He graduated and went on, and like now he's out of that life. He's like, oh, I'm getting in the mall. He, like, he did transform his characters. Like he he's went from Grease to Saturday Night Fever to this. Yeah, but no, that's, that's just a good actor that can do that. But and also in really, that scene, he's, he's good in this. Also, so in that scene, uh, I thought it was interesting that Quentin Tarantino makes it when Travolta's asking for a magic marker she brings him a red marker he draws this red marker symbolizing death and yeah like like horridness and for the target for the target of where he should stab her with the adrenaline shot in towards her breastplate so crazy 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 is that how it happens and i guess that's how it happens that is insane to me (laughs) what it goes into your body i know that can take those kind of drugs and just and you can get I think what it does is it goes through your entire bloodstream and just kills everything. You, no. No, I think it is. I think that's what adrenaline does. Really? That's why um it like I think uh you go into um immediate withdrawal from it. I think that's what they say if they give uh like people that are um because you can't really give um someone ODing pain medicine or anything, obviously, because they're already on pain medicine. Okay. So I think that uh yeah, I think adrenaline like clears out everything. Like it just kills everything that was in your blood veins, uh-huh. and then it's like not in there anymore. So, that's, oh, that's crazy, that's crazy, really, crazy stuff to think about, man. I don't like needles. Really, do not like needles. That scene was a little weird to me. The whole—I thought she was dead from the beginning. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I mean, I thought she was dead for sure. But thank God I was there. I would have just called the ambulance and been like. This lady's they, dead. They brought her right back to life. No, I know. That was crazy. All right, so who else was in this? I mean, Uma Thurman was amazing, but yeah. who else was in this was Christopher Walken. And you know Christopher Walken. He, he kind of talks like... He had the real small scene. Go ahead, yeah. do your impression. So, you see, he was also <laughs> wedding crashers. Tr- changes his mouth <laughs> for this. <laughs> his mouth looks different. You see, he talks kind of like a little bit. I don't know. There's a little country in my voice, but I'm trying to think of who you actually God, sound like. It's not Walken. him, Christopher Walken. Who do you actually sound like? Is what I want. Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best. I try to give you guys. It's gonna the, come to me one day. I'm gonna text you. That's who you sound like. I try to give you guys the you know what these characters are like, feeling. What do you think? Uh no. I feel like he talks. I love trying he's like, though. He, he's like. You say that again, I'm going to get a soldering iron. No, <laughs> you're too Italian with no, it. No, no, no. But in Joe Dirt, that's his character. Oh, is he it? He sounds more like that. He's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm from New York. I mean, uh, Tampa or whatever. He's like, he's in the witness protection in the, uh, oh, in Joe Dirt. He's I'll like an Italian guy, but Italian mob guy. But, um, I'll have to see that. It's like, you say that again, I'm going to stab he's, you in the face with a soldering iron. He said like three times in the movie. It's like his line. I, I just like him as that character. I We're love family. Him. We're I, his family. That's why he sounds. Wedding Crashers, he's hilarious. He is great in Wedding he Crashers. Yeah. He yeah. is great in Wedding Crashers. And I he's just him. such a character. He um, is a really good character. I love him. I thought that he was going to have a bigger role. No, he just had a quick Super role. quick role about bringing the watch over. I thought it was really um, yeah. touching to veterans and stuff, you know, they, that are just uh-huh. get really close in those kind of situations. And, you know, they I imagine mean, like you having your boy and it's like. 
he dies, and all he wanted was you to just give this watch to his right, son. I you know. know. He I goes know. all the way over there just to do that, and also to give and tells him about the whole story. Also to give credit, we should to Marcellus. He was Ving Ving Rams. Yeah, Rams, Ving Rams. Rams, and he's uh, I don't. He's like another accredited it was actor. He a, did a great a jefe. job. Oh yeah, yeah. He it's did a, a great head job. honcho. Head honcho, and Peter Green is the uh, he's the guy that got ass raped by uh, Marcellus. Sorry to put I mean, it so he, frankly. He raped him in the ass. He raped Marcellus in the ass. Yeah. Yes. No, that guy was weird. How did you accept a scene like that? I don't know. Apparently there was like, another uh, person. Which, which role you guys have open? Oh, yes, we I have know, the um, guy that rapes the uh, guy in the ass. Are you available? Yes. I yes. Saw, uh, so I saw you, that. Do I got to be creepy? <laughs> I got that. <laughs> and the gimp? But dude, the gimp comes out. Oh my God. They, they had that guy locked down. That was the most fucking disturbing scene I've probably ever seen in my life. <laughs> Hands down. Like, and I've seen, I've never seen like too crazy I mean, stuff. Like right. I don't watch Saul's or anything like that. Yeah. Like I'm sure that stuff gets really crazy and stuff. But, uh, this is, I different. was not expecting to see it go from like that. Like the movie, it was just went from this to like one extreme to another. You're like, wait, he was just running. And you thought there's a broken car outside now. And now, He's down in the basement with these gags in his mouth, and there's like, who is this gimp? And, and yeah. oh, shit's about to fucking go down, and oh, no wait, he did, gets out of it, and he fucking. I know, I know. Do you oh remember? my okay, gosh. So, yeah, he gets out of it. Bruce Willis gets out of and it. And Bruce Willis is about and to leave. It's funny. And that scene is crazy he when he's about a, to leave. So, this is, what, this is what happened. He looks he looks for a weapon, right? And he finds a hammer. He keeps finding new things, and, and he, he, he gets bat. progressively nicer. He gets and progressively then, more happy. And then you, you can't even see it at first, but he looks up, he goes, that oh. all right so he does a hammer a bat a chainsaw and then he finds the japanese sword, the japanese and, he just, samurai sword. and he just goes medieval on him it was bad. oh i know he's like pick up the gun yeah. he's like go on pick it up yeah i was like dude this guy is cold-blooded yeah the whole thing's cold-blooded oh my god all right, so uh and then, then he lastly, got shotgun in the dick which is what he deserved oh yeah it is holy what he shit deserved. is what he deserved oh my man. gosh it's what he deserved and then uh lastly steve buscemi he's the mr deeds crazy eyes yeah yeah he was crazy in eyes for mr deeds yeah he was and, uh, i think we hit the nail on the on all of them there. hit so, the nail on, on the, the head so let's do <laughs> favorite scenes favorite scenes from the magazines but more from this movie let's get to do it Favorite scenes, uh, man, There's this movie is chock full of all kinds of scenes. Favorite. I think for this section, we're just going to go, There's there was crazy scenes, and I think that's what we're going to talk about. Exactly. We're going to talk about all of the scenes, I feel like. The most ones that come up from the beginning, let's start from the beginning and just go in chronological order. Pretty much. In our minds, which is actually out of chronological order, in the time's eyes. Exactly. You can actually, I've seen this thing, you can see the actual order it goes that it goes online in. if you they look. post they post these different scenes of these you know different you know variables and you can see all in order but so it's interesting so it is interesting and we <clears> should <throat> say how the i thought this was interesting to start it with they they start the movie with an engine roaring and it's um those two crazy robbers in the restaurant and then at the very end you can hear bruce willis pulling up in his engine or uh you can hear the engine of Bruce Willis's uh, motorcycle at the very end. So he has oh, a interesting. He has a dynamic there where it's yeah, starting is the exact same as the beginning. And the yeah, I know, like that. It's like, it's crazy the way he does that. Um, it's I love it. I, I feel like it was all definitely planned out and everything, it was. but 
really, really cool. That opening scene, there's two, that's two couple that were just sitting there talking and he's like, mm-hmm. you know, restaurants would be great to rob. Mm-hmm. We should just rob a restaurant. Because they have a wallet. Everybody has a wallet. He's like, everyone is here. He's like, no one's trying to do anything. He's like, everyone goes everywhere else. They have shotguns and stuff, though. He's like, here? They're not going to have anything. He's like, let's do it right here. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Who's going to stop you? Get out of everyone now. Essentially. <laughs> like, so then they, yeah, they get right into it. And then- How I, do you plan your crime life? <laughs> like, right it, then and there? I mean, yeah. They, they like, had done on. stuff before like this, though, I think. They had robbed another situation. I don't remember, recall exactly. But from there, I think the next scene was Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta um, just kind of walking and talking, getting ready to to show up to those dudes' houses, those two kids' houses or whatever. Yeah. Because they did something- But that, shouldn't we talk about what? how that scene finishes up? Well, yeah, because but that's, that's kind of at the, the end. That scene is the opening and the ending scene. Yeah, it is. So it opens with half of that robbery. Half of it, yeah. And then the clo- the ending closes with the, the last half of the robbery, which is pretty much happens after they do everything. And John Travolta goes to the bathroom. He yeah, goes to the he bathroom comes out. And, and, then, comes um, and Samuel L. Jackson Samuel L. Jackson's is, got a gun on this guy. He's doing some crazy shit. So, so Ringo is the guy, and he, he essentially robs this whole... Th- restaurant and yeah. it's just he's a restaurant going around it's like asking a, for wallets he's he's going around asking now this for is the second half of the very end but i feel like we should talk about it because yeah it is a part, part of, of this scene. scene so um the second half yeah he starts going around to the walls he gets the manager roughs him up and uh-huh. uh he makes everyone like you know be cool put all his walls in there comes to um samuel L. jackson he puts the wall in there and he's like what's in the briefcase yeah he's like marcellus's briefcase. marcellus's briefcase he's like don't worry about it. He's yeah. like, show me what's in it. They open it up. and He's they, like, don't worry about it. And, he's yeah. like, and then he's like, the show me what's in it. goes into it. And then he pulls out his gun. And now this guy's in, uh, in uh, Samuel L. Jackson's mercy because Samuel L. Jackson's got the gun. And now yeah. his wife's over there like freaking out. And, his, and he's like, tell her to be cool, man. Yeah. We're all cool here. What are we? What are we? What's the Fonz? What's the Fonz? Yeah, what's the Fonz? What's the Fonz? What's like, he's cool. Cool? <laughs> that's right baby we're gonna be cool alright come on calm down and, and then he's everybody's cool everybody's fine right everything's good and then Travolta comes out with his gun and he's got it aimed at his wife yeah he pulls out she's like alright he's like chill out man chill yeah. out he's like uh, honey buddy so, chill out cause that's her name he calls her honey buddy and his name is um yeah. What's his name again? They I call him. I don't remember. There's but something about Honey Bunny that she's like, Honey Bunny, Honey Bunny. There's yeah, something yeah. about that. It's like, tell her to be cool, man. Everyone, we are cool. It's like, just... So, okay. But so he goes off in... thing because he just had that revelation. Yeah. So you remember this was, um, so they, they kill that guy. Uh-huh. Then the guy, you see later that that guy comes out of the closet when they're in that drug dealer's house. And the, one of the, op- the very, f- the, se- the so the actual second opening scene was the second to last scene, I guess. Kind of coming how, into it. Is that? It, uh, Almost because the second scene of the actual movie is um, John Travolta and uh, Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson go into that apartment. Yes. And they only show the first half of that. Where the kids are. No, they're like they're like they're like oh the younger guys, yeah, the younger guys, the younger guys, and they're um not gangster or anything, but they're obviously fucked up on a drug deal, and uh, now these guys are here to fucking kill. Yes, so he comes over, and that scene's really interesting because he's like. He's yeah, like he, he goes in there. They're obviously all scared. You don't the, know what's going on. Obviously. I think that's the first time you hear Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. Yeah, the first is. time, and he he 
But so. And then obviously he randomly just kills the guy on the couch. Mm-hmm. So that's how you know, like, oh shit, these guys are like fucking crazy. And they don't mean, they don't care. Because you like, don't really like, know it because there's very casual conversation, like I said, going up talking about the woman rubbing the feet and yeah. the guy getting thrown out of the building for it, whether that was re- like a good response or not, yeah. or whether it was like a sexual thing. And they were having that conversation, so like an everyday conversation you would have with someone at work going up to kill somebody, no problem, you know. Yeah. Then they get in there and then, yeah, he just kills the guy and you're like, oh my God. So I guess they're hitmen, they're, you know, and you're killing people. And then he pulls the gun on him. But at the end of the movie, it shows the second half where the guy comes out of the closet and he's like, motherfuckers, blah, 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 blah. And he misses all the shots. Yeah. For both of them. Yeah. So in that moment, Samuel L. Jackson had a revelation and About he the... was like, did you not see this? He's like, this is a miracle. He's like, mm-hmm. man, let's get out of here. He's like, but no, I'm going to acknowledge this is a miracle. He's yeah. like, we just dodged all these bullets. It's like, how do we do that? He's like, this was God, man. He's like, he's, he's always preaching God. And then Divine at the restaurant, yeah, he's, um, he's... He, he says, he's like, I'm done. He's like, what are you going to do? Yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like, to be continued. And he goes to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then this guy comes over, he pulls it in. He's like, I'm not going to kill you. Because when he pulls the gun on uh, the guy, remember, he says, go in my wallet. So how much money is in there? He's like, 1500 He's like, all right, put it in your pocket. That's yours. He's like, I just bought you life. Mm-hmm. He's like, I wasn't to kill you. But he's like, I, I recently had some changes oh. in my life. And he's like, I just bought your life, yeah. pretty much. He gave him $1,500 and, and also for his the, life. With the gun, he was saying, which one's the shepherd? Which one's the And he was keeper. like, people can misinterpret this. Exactly. He's like, people can say it this way. He's yeah. like, people can say it this way, which I like this way, but... He's like, that's not the truth. And he was going. So the real reason is like, I'm the shepherd. I'm the shepherd. And he's like, you're the weak. <laughs> you're the weak, and I need to kill you. And this gun is the reason I need to kill you. Yeah, it's exactly. How I kill you. Exactly. And that was a crazy. The gun is. The I didn't even completely so understand the whole know. metaphor, but um, it was a crazy thing he was. Well, talking you know, about. it was fleshed out by somebody. They did flesh out no, the metaphor, definitely. and they nailed that Absolutely, metaphor. Absolutely, for it, sure, for sure. You know what I also like? Really crazy, but yeah, it's crazy how we talk this. I mean, very artistic way to talk your way out. I'm sure all the people in the restaurant are like, what the. Fuck is going on? <laughs> I got this guy over here teaching me life lessons with a gun. Another guy. Oh, for sure. These guys are first rocker than us. We're more worried about this guy. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's sure. obviously got some stuff going on. And they're closed at that point. They weren't even like in the mafia looking suits or any anything uh-huh. anymore. They were in the um the cl- street clothes because they were after yeah. they get after um. They go to they after they, they go to Tarantino's guy, house. They get they, Tarantino's clothes. They switch clothes. I know what you're talking about. No, but they get that kid that comes with them. Yeah, and they shoot him in the head. That's the third scene going that's into. The third I, scene, I yeah. think uh, that's the third scene going into that he actually. It's like, man, what do you think? <laughs> he turns around with a gun and it doesn't mean to, and he actually shoots him in the head. But it's one of those things. It's like, it's like a really gory comedy part. You yeah, know, the is. whole part they were like, man, what the fuck is like, man? I don't know. I was like, a gun went off. I didn't mean to. It's like. These guys react way different to shit than I. You know what I really like to. Oh, like? slam on the brakes! What the? Fuck? I know I probably would too. Like he's just driving. He's like, man, this isn't cool. We gotta get off the road. He's like, I'm gonna call the guy. He's got bl- he's got shit all in his hair. Did you see all the really, um, specifically in uh, Samuel L. Jackson's hair, like the brain skull and everything, yeah, kind of stuff that was that, yeah. dangling off his Jerry curl in the yeah, back. Yeah. Oh my god, I was, was like, good. this is so crazy. And then uh, the wolf comes over. I thought that was really the cool Jimmy Quinn Tarantino guy that played that scene. I did not know that you know, was Quinn Tarantino got, that played that Jimmy scene though. Before they got the wolf in, I was I knew they were going to hype up this guy already because he was like, "Oh, you had to bring the you, you bring the wolf. Say no more, motherfucker." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, I'll I, shut the fuck up." And he's I'm like, done. "He's like, I'm not even worried about it. All right, and, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it." And then you're built up like, "Who's this wolf character?" And then he shows Pulls up, up in an NSX, and he's and you're not disappointed at all with this yeah. Character. You got an accurate NSX mid engine, and then you remember that at the a, end of the scene, he's like, "Oh yeah, you." 
you know, respect, honey. That's like shows real character. Yeah. And then he says that uh, yeah. he says because you are a character doesn't mean you have character. Exactly. Because you are a character doesn't mean you have. And character. I thought that was great. I thought that yeah. was great. I loved his parts. And and also I was gonna say in my one of my favorite scenes was with Uma Thurman and she's like talking to John Travolta at the Johnny Rockets diner or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. And, and she Johnny says Rock she says nowhere. like, um, so if you will. I hate awkward pauses, essentially. She's like, uh, or does she say, why do we feel like it's necessary to yak about bullshit in order to be comfortable? Um, and then they're like, he's like, yeah, he's like, that's when you know you've met somebody special when you can just shut the fuck up and enjoy each other's company. And I thought there yeah. was so much truth in that statement. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just really loved it and yeah. it hit home with me. And then she was like, you know what? Um, think of something to say. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. When I come back, ask it. And then, he, and then he comes back and he has a question for her. Yeah. Thought, the whole thing was so and good. And she had that joke that she had written. Um, that part? she tells him at the very end of their time. Remember she joke? says She says something. He's like, what's the joke? And she's like, oh, it's not funny. I'm not going to tell you. It's really embarrassing. Oh, like, that's right. Tell me the joke. Right. What's the joke? And she's like, no, it's just going to be embarrassing. And then after she's like, he like takes her home from the whole OD incident. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, I had that joke. What was the joke? I don't the, joke the joke was, was. um, she, there was three tomatoes. Okay. And the mom, dad, and t- um, baby, and the baby uh, was lagging behind, so the dad went back and squished it and said ketchup. Ah. I kind of laughed, though. I thought it was like a... It was definitely another one of this uh, Quentin Tarantino, hum- like, yes. bad, yes. raw gore humor. Yes. Like, the whole shot in the head incident, it was supposed to be a funny scene, mm-hmm. but the whole scene was so crazy and bizarre because mm-hmm. some innocent person just got killed again, and these guys are just so nonchalant about it. You're like... What the hell's going on with this movie? They really couldn't care less. You're like, I don't even know where this movie's going at that point. Yeah, and that's so. So when she comes, <laughs> it wasn't back, even over. That was that wasn't even the craziest part either. I mean, we were not even scratching the surface. So when Uma Thurman comes back to the table, John Travolta says, "You know, what's the deal with this third floor guy getting thrown out? Like situation, and like, why did that happen?" And she had to re- go back on what she was like saying about how, you know. All, all the th- guys that have been with her <clears throat> along this whole time, like Marcellus doesn't apparently care that these guys are taking care of her and doing these things for her. No, I thought that was really interesting. I thought, um, because you know that before he even goes and takes her out, that this guy was rubbing Marcellus's wife's feet and yep. got thrown out of the window and killed for it. Yeah. So, or have a speech impediment. I don't know. Something, something happened, happened there. Pretty much bad. Yeah. So... Now John Travolta is hired to go take her out, and I would be nervous as hell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, taking out, she's like, oh, "We're gonna go and do what I want to do." I'd be like, "This that's bitch is why, crazy." That's what the why hell? another great scene is when Travolta's in the bathroom. He's like, "I'm just." While she's Odin, he, he's like trying to talk. Yeah, him. but he's, he's like, trying to like, he's like, "I'm just gonna have a drink, one drink." He's like, "One drink, don't one be drink. rude. Drink your drink, drink your drink, and then leave. Then leave, and that's say it. good night, and then leave. That's it. You can do this." We'll be fine. Yeah. That was not the end of his night. Essentially. He, and then he walks out. He's like, I think he like asks for, or he gets his drink or whatever. And realizes yeah. she's ODing. And because she's wearing his jacket and she reaches in the pocket, yeah. finds his bag, what she thinks is Coke. And oh stuff. my gosh. That's crazy. So that, she does that, obviously. No, I mean, the next scene from that funny bathroom scene is her face, literally, with vomit oh coming out. Oh my God. That whole scene was crazy. And him looking at her face and like, oh my gosh. And then he that gets her crazy. in his car and he drives off. And yeah. That was such a... Such a 
high like stress thriller type movie i know really crazy and he's driving and i guess she's not dead but i thought she was dead i thought she was dead too. and then he's bringing her over to to jimmy's house which is uh, or no no the drug dealer's house mm-hmm. because he knows the which drug dealer can um scene. The yeah drug dealer so scene is so funny. he go they go over there and um he's like calling them up he's like hey man it's like, the, the phone rings and he's chilling doesn't answer the phone for a little bit yeah so the phone's ringing he's like i hear it who, what asshole's calling here? <laughs> so he's like, I'm about to tell this asshole that's calling this lady that he's being an asshole. He's being an asshole. He's like, hello. He's like, oh, it's Vincent. I'm on my way over. He's like, don't bring that bitch over here. Yeah. Do not bring an opening bitch over here. He's like, take her to the hospital. Bite your, bite your own bullet. He's like, no, I'm on my way. Bye. And then he shows up. They, shows do, the, up. they do the scene in reverse with the adrenaline shot. Really cool how they did that. Yeah, you get so, out the game after that. Yeah. I'm and done. Then, I'm done with then, this shit. And then they head back. But I also wanted to say in that scene where um, there's so many scenes but when the scene when they're in the getting the food and the awkward pause situation who do you think had better dance moves john oh my travolta god john travolta all day i thought he did so good i was like is john travolta dancing i was like he must have just got all this from grace <laughs> that's another one of those scenes that was like maybe three minutes long and you had to get the, such a long you had to get scene. the whole scene you had to get the whole, everybody had to be on yeah like everybody had to be and they get the and then they get them dancing really well and they both nailed and it's the scene. all different stuff. Yeah, it's that they weren't doing the same dance the entire time either. It was That's pretty cool. That's why these actors are so doing talented. Kind of twist, twist dance. Oh, they're doing an old school twist dance. Yeah. No, but I thought that was they're interesting. Doing with, they're doing it like they're good to dance. Yeah. It's not like they're just messing around. No, no. Up. So then that's um after the um restaurant, right? They go to there and they, yeah. they win that competition. Mm-hmm. They win it. They get the thing and that's then that goes in the, the OD, OD scene. scene that goes in the OD scene. He goes in the bathroom and starts talking it over. He's just trying to... He's trying to just prep himself for his, you know, mm-hmm. for yep. how he's going to sound. When yep. he, uh, casually just says, you know, because he already knows what this is leading to. Mm-hmm. He already knows that, like, she's down to party. She's crazy messed up. And uh, mm-hmm. this guy, if I give this woman so much as a foot rub, I'm throwing, getting thrown out the window. <laughs> like, so he's trying to get out of there, which the entire time I was like, man, you got to get out of here, dude. Like, what are you doing? So... That That's whole scene, I, I was like, all right, well, at least he's like, I guess now trying to figure out exactly how to bail on the situation uh-huh. politely. Mm-hmm. So that was good. But um, yeah, then she ends up ODing in the process. Good and job. Really now he it. takes her over to the house and everything. So wait, I feel like, um, so then ha- after, the ha- after the whole OD scene, um, he takes her home and everything. She says that joke. And then what happens after that? I forget. Uh, after she ODs? Yeah, and, and it goes, taking, and it goes into another storyline. I, I think. think it goes into another storyline. Yeah, uh, I think maybe the Bruce Willis storyline, which we yeah, can touch which, on a little bit of the Bruce Willis. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he was the fighter. He was the fighter. Then and um, was had to go down in the fifth. Had to go down in the fifth uh, by Marsalis. By Marsalis. You, you, you see request. this question? He, you see this uh, conversation? He says, "You go down the fifth. He says, "Say it." He said, "You go down the fifth. So he pays him right then and there for it. Yeah. So he's got the money. So that's why he's pissed off all all altogether. It wasn't like, oh, I'll pay you afterwards if you throw this fight kind of thing. Exactly. He gave him the money up front, and um, yeah. Freaking Bruce Willis is just as cold blooded as the other guys, dude. He doesn't, he doesn't know he kills the guy, right? But after he finds out, he doesn't even care. He <laughs> says he doesn't even care I to the, know, the woman doesn't. that's driving the car. He also I, that I, knows I, him. That she knows that he did it. Didn't didn't he get his car stolen in the movie? No, um, he wrecked it. He wrecked it. Remember he um no because he has a quote in here and it, and I thought it was really funny. He says, "You're talking about Bruce Willis." Yeah, I'm talking about Bruce Willis. And his car was his girlfriend's car. He says, uh, wait, wait, where is it? She had a Honda. Did she have a Honda? Yeah, she had a Honda. She said, where's my Honda? 
Okay. He said, I had to wreck that car, baby. Like, this is a chopper. Oh, the car got keyed, apparently. And he says, what's... No, his... His, his oh. automobile. Or no, I think his car got keyed. Anyways, the quote he oh, says Oh, no, no, no. Is, Vince, uh, his car got keyed. Uh, John Travolta's. John Travolta. Not Bruce Willis. Oh, am I... I'm, Mixing him up. Yeah, yeah. So John Travolta's card got keyed. That's what he was saying to the drug dealer. All right, well, he says... Saying, man, I got car- that card He got says, keyed. what's more chicken shit than messing with another man's automobile? I yeah. That was a great, a yeah. great quote. No, I know. It says... It, no, it got keyed. That's what happened. No, it definitely got keyed, but um, Bruce Willis wrecked the car because he pulled up to the stoplight after um he was on his way back to his house. With Marcellus, and he saw Marcellus, and then he ran. Yeah, so he, this is after he gets the... um. Mm-hmm. And this is after he kills uh, John Travolta. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's leaving the apartment. He gets his he gets his watch, which um, that scene from earlier. The guy tells him about how important the watch is, which I guess is the uh, only relevance yeah. of that scene yeah. is to know why he goes back and puts himself in that situation. Goes puts himself in that situation. Really, really crazy. I think um, when he was leaving. He sees Marcellus walking across the street, uh-huh. and he hits him with a car. Yeah, because he wrecks the car. Him. Um, mm-hmm. and then Marcellus is like kind of coming too. They're both coming too because they both been in an accident. So mm-hmm. they're um. Then Bruce they Willis run. starts running. Yeah, uh, Marcellus is chasing after him, taking wild shots. Um, they end up in the pawn shop. Let's well, talk about this fucking crazy scene. You want to talk about? It? I mean, we've talked about it already, but let's. We got to go into the right, scene. Let's get yeah. into the so, scene. Um, so he gets into the pawn shop. He gets shop. into the pawn He's shop. He's killing on Marcellus. Marcellus is like. And then the, and Bruce then the Willis clerk, is on top of Marcellus with his, with his with hand in front of his face because he's expecting some serious blood spotter, I assume, is the only reason you do this. I know. And then the clerk comes up and he's like, stop with it. I'm making this my deal. He pulls it. He's like, hey, man, you don't understand. He's like, I'm making it my business. He's like, drop your gun. Right. And then he picks up the phone and, calls. and says, what does he say? I don't even know. He says, the spider has caught a couple flies. Oh my gosh! Is that what he says? Yes. Oh my he says God. the spider has got like this. The 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 spider has just ca- caught, a caught a couple of flies or something like that. That's disgusting. The spider caught a couple gosh, flies or something disgusting. like that. Then Ugh. next scene, Gross. they're both tied up to chairs and there's gags in their mouths. Yeah, there's ball gags in their mouths. And mouth. um and uh Marcellus and uh, Bruce Willis, while this shop owner and some new security guard that I guess this guy he com- calls comes over. Yeah. And, and he brings in there, and they bring super creepy. You already know and then when really, 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 really good, the gags immediately were like, all right, fucking creepy. Yeah, it's a red flag. I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking weird. But then the gimp comes out. And he's got his mouth mask on that's tied around his mouth. Zip, oh, my God. Zipped up on his mouth. But, dude, did you see where they pulled him out from? He was, like, in a cage that was in a cage that was in, like, yeah. a box or something like that. They yeah. opened up all this shit, and they pulled him out, and then, like, he, they opened up, and he, like, gets out of this cage. What the fuck is he doing in this cage? Like, I mean, I think and they both. were about to be one of those fucking guys. Yes, Steven. They were about to be added on to the fucking list of yes. fucking little gimps. Yes. Gimp two and three. And Stephen, it is interesting that they said we had very memorable, long discussions about male rape versus female rape. They actually had these like thought out, drawn out ideas of how to depict this and what actually happens. And yeah. this happens. Like no, this I stuff know. happens. No, I know. And it's controversial, but it's like, I'm sorry if you don't want to think about it, but no, your feelings don't give a fuck in this situation. And Tarantino's going to show you that. Yeah. And I thought it was awesome that yeah. he says, fuck you guys, you're going to see this. No, I thought it was crazy that you did see it. Um, obviously, there's only so much you can see, but uh, when... um. 
he goes in there, fucking pays him fucking justice. Oh my god, it is like satisfying. Oh, when Marcellus gets fucking him? Su- yeah, and shoots well, him in the he dick? comes in there and he takes that one guy out. Yeah. With the freaking samurai sword. Oh, I love that yeah. scene where oh, he's yeah. progressively finding better weapons and you yep. see his facial features. He's like, oh, okay, this, this is better. Is oh, this is, uh, oh, you see the samurai sword. He's like, that's the one yeah, I want to yeah, use. Yeah. Takes that first guy out. Then he's taunting the second guy for a minute. Marcellus, I guess, grabs a shotgun from somewhere. Blows the guy's dick off in all fairness. All guy f- deserved it. Guy deserved okay, it. Okay, guy deserved it. Man, that's... You... you- Paid the prime. And he's he like, can't do the crime. What is it? He I- doesn't even kill him. That and he's like, I'm about to torture this guy. Yeah. And he's like, Listen, man, you didn't see any of this. He's like, You get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. Right now. Get the hell out so of Dodge. So you LA. get out of here. He's like, got, uh, they already had beef, but I guess this was like, obviously, you just saved me because I was dude. about to end up like Gant Boy number one. You know, dude. Apparently, apparently, Marcellus runs L.A. Like he had to get out of L.A. entirely. So this guy's like. Big. Oh, he is the biggest big deal. Big dick in LA. Oh yeah, the, especially in crime. You don't want to come across this guy in crime. You don't want to go against get this you, guy. He'll, he'll get you taken out. And imagine the top crime guy in LA, like Marcellus. Like yeah. they depicted great. It's it's oh I know super great. But why is this guy just walking around the streets? Dude, I, I thought Marcellus did like a great job. Marcellus looked like a bad motherfucker. Yeah, but he got hit by a damn. Do you remember his interesting? I loved his interest. His interesting where he had the bandaid on the back of his head. Yeah, the bandaid. Just like doing his. And he said he was because he was shaving, right? Yes, because. That's pretty cool. For the role. And then That's he they decided cool. to keep it, and he just—I guess—they decided to do that with it. And yeah, man. I love the eye they got on it. Yeah, they do a great job editing and, and producing that movie. It is crazy. And then after that scene, um, Bruce Willis leaves. He takes a chopper. He goes back to his girlfriend's yeah. house. Yeah. And, and um, his girlfriend's like, "Poor thing." He's like, "What the hell is going on?" Uh-huh. Yep. But uh, they obviously dip, and um, and then he takes the motorcycle, and I'm pretty sure it's a part of the whole restaurant scene at the end. It's it's also got like that in it. That yeah, restaurant. I, what happens to them the, after that? So apparently, the engine is is Bruce Willis's motorcycle. From you remember at the kind of the ending? He's, no, I just mean know, what like, happens to them after. I know what you're talking about with the engine though. But what, what happens is, to who? After? What happens to that couple after Bruce Willis and his girlfriend? Oh, they leave. They just left. Okay, because so they pretty much got off scot free. Um, got off scot free because um, you know the cops couldn't come because they weren't. Gonna, Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson were just going to have the cops like show up when they're also with the but guns whoa, out. Whoa, 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 wait! So you're saying what? Because after Bruce Willis leaves, the, he gets a chopper from the from the after the whole scene, crazy uh-huh. scene. Uh-huh. He goes. You said that that song was depicted in the opening scene. Yes. Which John Travolta was still alive. And mm-hmm. he was at the thing. Mm-hmm. So he must have been going to his girlfriend or the restaurant. He must have been going to his girlfriend's house. Then later on, he finds out mm-hmm. that um, the watch is missing. He goes back there. Mm-hmm. Marcellus already has this hit on him. And honestly, Stephen, it could be it could be left open for it could be a couple different ways i'm not sure if this is the exact I, i'm sure they depict it online i know no, you said I know, if you want guys you can go online and search the yeah exact, i don't know exact transition from scene to scene it'll say the exact uh timeline order if you want to watch but, that uh, but we're, i didn't think that was interesting and we do you know we we try to get it as best we can but you know we're just yeah two guys and then I think, here what, what, what is that where the ending scene comes in so with the basically yeah it's the ending scene with the restaurant so then it comes out all full circle back to the restaurant scene and then you see the second half and then you know that's yeah. where Sam Samuel L. Jackson gives that whole speech with a gun on him, and um, they they eventually leave. 
<laughs> he wins and they leave and then he get they like oh i think we should get out of here and they get they still have the briefcase and everything which you still don't know yeah what's in the you briefcase know they open it and it's like glowing it's glowing yeah which makes you think it might be they like said, oh it's beautiful she's like it's beautiful it might have been like some kind of you never know that that's there's the whole a, point of it though exactly there's a lot it could be anything in your mind you know of speculation on yeah. as to what's in the briefcase but if that's what it's supposed to be uh, yeah exactly it's not supposed to be like oh it's supposed to be a bunch of gold bars like oh you're supposed to tell and that, that's like, why you know. it's taken on a life of its own if they told you what was in it you know yeah. it's not as interesting it's to supposed you. to cause it's that supposed to, and also exactly. creativity you sometimes i feel like Things are left as they are, so your mind can go through exactly. and create a story with it versus, you know, exactly. what it was. Which you know? is and it more make it, makes it more engaging. personal. Exactly. Exactly. I Because every – there's – I guarantee if you and I were to read the same book or to watch the same movies and they left those cliffhangers, the stories would go differently in both of our minds, you know, yeah. so Probably play to our best interest too. Uh, you know, honestly, Stephen, I think we – We've hyped up the movie enough. We've talked about it enough. We've said enough about it. We've said enough things and controversial. We've guys plenty on this movie, yeah, guys. Yeah, free to chew on. Now, I also wanted to ask, I know you were sending me some stuff. You actually got this DVD and you have oh, the no, bonus no, no. scenes? Um, my sister a long time ago had given me a lot of movies, movies that she, um, oh, I guess, I don't want anymore. I see. So I had this whole collection and, and we were trying to you know, find it. And I was like, I can't find it. And I'm not trying to pay for it right now. So I was like, don't we have this movie? So we're looking for it, looking for it, looking for it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, we, I guess Courtney remember that we had this special edition, I guess. That's awesome. So there was a special edition, yeah, um, that's cool awesome. thing. I was like, all right, let's do this right. And it had bonus. It had a second. It TV had bonus. It said, um, something about, uh, facts. facts. Yeah. Facts about the movie. You didn't watch it. Did you? I didn't watch it. No. Uh, In fact, I got done late. So, so late with the movie. Cause I had to watch it. Yeah. And then we had to go do uh, this family dinner kind of thing. And then by the time I got back, I had to watch the second half of it. Yeah. And then it was just so late by that point. No, I understand. That, yeah. Might as well. But at the same time, okay. So, you know, Know that cover that with that CD that, that you have? Yeah, the cover apparently has. They had to take it off of some. It, it's controversial because they actually have the cigarette brand and some napkin. Oh yeah, they have some like things in it that they marketed to um Coke. Did you remember? Coke oh, did they? I think they marketed to Coke and Pepsi. Um, talking about specific products in the car ride at the very yes, beginning. They do. Some, they were talking about specific products yes. for sure. Got plugged for those products and made money on those products. And the scene, but that's how you see. when we were talking about that last a couple. Episodes yes, ago, yes. when these you know plugs are starting yes. to be made, and how obvious is it? Oh my god! Sometimes it's so obvious. I'm just talking about. And Stephen, you know that image right when you see it. It's that Pulp Fiction, Uma Thurman, like lying down. She's yeah. got the cigarette in her mouth, and she's like, "Yeah, doing, look, yeah." Um, I thought that's. I thought I did think that was an interesting cover, especially considering that I was more revolved around Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. Uh-huh. But still, interesting character and everything. But um, it's so got, what do you give uh, this rating? Well. Before I give the rating, I want to say I remember um, watching this a long time ago. My yeah. older brother had to do a movie report paper on this movie in high school. What? And I was like, this looks a little weird. It was with the freaking VHS tape. It had the VHS cover on it. And it had her, Uma Thurman, like What a movie a for a high school paper. And not only that, you'll think this is funny because you know. Um my mom had to help him or did help him with oh the paper. And so she watched the movie. My mom watched the movie. Oh my gosh. As a whole little family, you guys watched so, the ass rape scene. Yeah, dude, exactly. And my, they had to write on it, you know? So <laughs> I thought that was really crazy how, like, I don't even know. You know this was in, That's like, why I thought it was interesting that article you brought up in the very beginning was like, <laughs> it just talks about that scene. Cause 
Honestly, I know, like I, I feel like that is honestly what One I'm gonna the... think of every time I think of this movie. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna gonna be think... like, I don't really want to watch it because it might have an hazard. So I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna think of all the. <laughs> I hope amazing... TBS takes that out because. <laughs> Dude, the, the the freaking movie is so amazing, and it honestly, good. it's one of my favorites. And I think I'm gonna throw out my first five star. And I know you're probably not five gonna stars. It. I have to give it five stars. Trey Miller with the first five stars. Everybody, this is a historic moment. So, Stephen, what do you give it? Because you're probably gonna hate on it. No, I I, I thought it was good. What do you? I mean? really really thought it was good. I loved John Travolta, and um, like I said, I feel like that. I feel like it was a modern movie. Uh huh. Like. It could have easily been released today and people uh-huh. would have been like, oh, damn, this movie's crazy. You yep, know, yep. easily could have been. It doesn't even feel like it has like it feels like they're modern day. It does. You know, yeah. um, so I thought that was really interesting because mm-hmm. we've had these like, you know, theories about movies that we've seen from the past and mm-hmm. if we're going to feel the same with them. Yep. And this sort of, you know, debunks that theory in my mind. There's there are movies that can be from the past that you didn't see mm-hmm. and you're seeing, you know, 15, 20 years later exactly. that are hitting like, wow, this is a crazy movie and, and really I, interesting. So I remember, and it slowly got crazier for me. I liked the beginning a lot more. And then as it slowed that after the OD scene, I was like, all right, this is crazy. And then it did the Astro scene. I was like, whoa, 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 this shit. What the fuck else is about to happen in this thing? I know. Thank God that was it. But I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But, um, I know. And, and besides the craziness of it, but sometimes you just need some raw stuff. Yeah. You know, people aren't always, as you know, yeah. symmetrical and just say, oh, this is how it's going to be. We're going to, you know what happens in this scene, but we're going to gloss over it. Like, yep. it could have just, Bruce Willis could have just grabbed his sword and that could have been the end of the scene, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you would have been like, oh, what could have happened in this scene, you know? Yeah. But they were like, oh, we'll show you exactly what exactly went down. Exactly what Shock went under down. the dick, that's what happens, okay? Exactly what went down. Shit went down, all right? People are going to suffer. <laughs> exactly. So, all in all, what do you give the movie? I think I give the movie like a 3.54. Okay, that's what I thought you were going to give it. 3.54. I thought it was good, but like I said, there's some stuff I just, you can't watch. Can, uh, watch that can as you much make as... that a harder review so I can write this down on my notes? And Let's we'll go 3.5. Are you going to go 3.5? 3.5. Okay, that's fine. That's but fine. I thought it was better than Independence Day. No, Stephen, that's so fine. So I gave 3.5 for Independence Day 2, as you remember. So maybe uh... Independence Day is more of a 3. Okay, so you're going to go and back. And maybe um, – so if you want to change these as I go through, that would be great because I will slowly be changing them you know, in Steven, reference I to have, other things. I have you down here as a 2.5 on Independence Day. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do you have a, another opinion now? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. It was a 2.5. I'm sorry. It was 2. a 2.5. 5, yeah. You got a 3.5. I gave it a 50%. So let's give um, – 3.5 for Anchorman. Let's you give this a 3. You give just a 3? Okay. Uh, yeah, let's give it a three. Oh, the hate mail's pouring no, in. No, no, no. I mean, that's, I feel like that's still pretty good. I feel like a 2.5 is like, I'll watch it, but I'm not really into it. Mm. And then as it goes up, it's like, oh, I'll watch it. It's definitely good, but maybe I'm going to stop it halfway through because I'm not trying to see some of this shit. Yeah, that's not it for me. It's not that I wouldn't like watch it every time and love it every time. No, no, it's but for more... what it was, the ride that it was, it was very intense, yep. very emotional, which is. You know, those are the movies that really you know, capture it. So movie, I guess, you know. And a movie that just really. And I was, I paid attention to it. Like I said, some of these movies, even that, I, even ones that I've seen in the past, I won't pay attention to as hard while I'm rewatching it for this, mm-hmm. just for reference on the podcast. But this movie, because I had never seen it, I was really paying attention to every part, trying to make sure I, you know, wasn't missing anything. You exactly. Know? I think, I think just because this movie is so. So it really captured my attention. So maybe let's do three five. Okay. Let's do three five. I'm put you down. It captured my attention. I was into it. Good, good. I mean, people are. I'm gonna, a hypocritic. People, people are gonna be hating on people you. People 
are going to be hating. But listen, people, we're not real critics. No, we're, we're not. not we don't really do this. But, you know, so you're, you gave it a five stars. I gave it five. I gave it a 3.5. Exactly. Good movie. Good overall good movie. Good overall movie. Good overall time doing this. I love yeah. doing episodes. I think we should do more episodes that are, I mean, we'll have a whole slew of movies, but I think we should do episodes where there's like, like classic, just oh for ones, sure, ones for that sure. have a stuff that we like, stuff that people stuff like, that stuff people that maybe like. new stuff. I think I want to get Ford vs Ferrari on a new one. I mean, maybe yeah, if I'm you want to go see that, that's a, that could be a modern. day We can make that, dude. That would be that most people would like. But this one, and I want to throw some modern day because uh, people, just so you know, it is um, December fifteenth, and this actually might be the last episode we physically record in two thousand nineteen. Yes, it won't matter to you because you're going to be hearing all this as it drops as a one big bulk purchase for you guys not Ma- purchase kind of matters to us free but um and, and uh we're just letting you know on our time scale because we're gonna take a couple weeks off you still Holidays. won't be delayed an episode don't worry no. but by the time you hear this everybody we'll have all our social media platforms you can just look in the info section the uh, notes section right. the show notes and we'll have you know all the links that everywhere you can find us on instagram all these kind of places so and remember the hypocr- intuitive remember the hypocritic pod pod or uh, the hypocritic playlist is the saved name under Spotify in case you wanted to go see that and you know just leave us a five star review that'd be leave us a five star and any any platform you use if you leave us a five star and a review it propels us like crazy thank you into the stratosphere thank you for saying that that's Um, right let's end it like that Pulp Fiction what a movie let's end it like that knocked it out of the park Trent great job